Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Good morning and welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. My name is Brennan McConaughey, and I am here with my inimitable guest, Nadine Sluice. Thanks for joining us, Nadine. Um, good morning. Good morning. It is Tuesday the 15th. We're uh, a little less than halfway through December now, and uh, we're getting closer to Christmas. Hopefully this Bible Reading Plan has been a blessing to you. Um, if you don't know, I mean, it might be a little too late. I don't think it's too late. Um, we have an Advent devotional guide that's free on our um, website. If you go to victorypoint.org, uh, you just scroll down a little bit and you'll see a picture of it. It's called Keep Watch. And um, you can just order it for free and we'll we'll send it straight to your house. It's like a little printed book. Have you um, Have you ordered one, Nadine? Do you have one? I've not. I've neglected to do that so far. Okay. Well, maybe by the time this podcast airs, you have already done it. You know what I mean? Because Correct. we've got some time between when we recorded and when this is airing. So um, I'll, you know, I'll put your name on the list, and we can just send one to you. How's that? Gotcha. That'd be awesome. Okay. So uh, actually, you'll have to do it because you have to enter your address so that okay to the right place. But um, sure. Anyways, sure. so you guys, if you guys haven't done it, um, go ahead and and order one and uh, like i said they're free but it'll, it'll have all the bible reading plan passages all written out in one place which is kind of fun yes so today we're going to be reading luke chapter 1 verses 46b through 55 um, nadine would you mind reading this for us i would love to thank you my soul glorifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God, my savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed for the mighty one has gone, has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arms arm excuse me he has scattered those who are proud in their innermost thoughts he has brought down rulers from their thrones but has lifted up the humble he has filled the hungry with good things but has sent the rich away empty he has helped his servant israel remembering to be merciful to abraham and his descendants forever even as he said to our fathers thanks nadine mm -hmm. So, um, as I hear this passage, Mar this is Mary um, kind of singing a song after the angel. So the angel Gabriel comes and visits her and says, "You're going to be with child, and the one that you're going to give birth to is the Son of God. You'll name him Jesus. You are highly favored." And um, she says, "You know, let it be according to God's will. Let it be for me according to God's will." You know, she says, "Okay, whatever God wants, I want, even mm -hmm. if it means I'm." I'm pregnant and my whole life changes direction. You know, yesterday you were talking about um, God's plans are bigger than our plans. Yes. And has, has a, you know, has a much bigger perspective and priorities for us than, than we understand. And so when God grabs hold of Mary, 
uh, reorients her whole life, um, mm. she's got to set aside the other plans that she had on her mind, you know, and, and even for how she wanted her marriage to go with Joseph, a lot of things get redirected for her. And yet her response is, okay, whatever God wants, I, I want to do that. And, um, and then she sings a song, my soul magnifies the Lord. This is like a famous people have taken this and turned it into music, you know, mm. but this is really her testimony, right? Like I was, I was low and God brought me high. I was poor and God made me rich. You know, I had enemies and God scattered them. She's kind of saying, God has done all these amazing things for me, just like he did for all of his people in all the, in the past. He's done the same thing for me. Anyway, when I, when I was looking at this and, and thinking about what you shared yesterday about some of your story, I was wondering if, I mean, I want to hear your reflection from this passage too. But I was wondering also if you'd be willing to tell a little bit more about your story about how you met Jesus and some of the transformation that you saw happen in your life. Oh, sure, sure. I guess what what kind of um, what kind of stood out to me immediately was really at the very end of Mary's um, song, and it it talks a lot about being a servant, um, how God helped His servant Israel, and how He came to Mary, who was a servant of the Lord. And, uh, you know, honoring his promise to the forefathers. Um, and I guess one thing that stood out to me uh, was, um, uh, you know, just, just that whole thing of being a servant and being in God's favor because, you know, obedience always precedes blessing. Hmm. And, yeah, it's just, um, it, it, that's that's really what stood out to me was was the fact and, and exactly what you said you know how how Mary must have been really taken aback you know by the message that she would be um, with child you know because mm -hmm. in the story she says how is this going to happen you know and um, just trusting the fact that uh, the angel was was the messenger and what he was saying was the truth and what would come to pass was exactly uh, what he had said so. Um, just, just the whole attitude of not being um, defensive or afraid, uh, mm -hmm. but just to be willing to do whatever God has in your path for the future. Mm -hmm. And it might be a little upsetting right now. You know, it might turn your life upside down. Maybe you'd have to make a move to another country and be a missionary, or maybe you would have to do something simple like bring your neighbor a meal or mm -hmm. send a, a card of encouragement to someone who's suffering. Mm -hmm. um, you know, whatever that is, um, just, just be a servant. Yeah. Yeah. Being a servant means you're setting aside your own will, which I, I didn't even think about this. This is what David ends up having to do um, is he wants to do this great big old thing of building God a house, you know, like he has this idea, man, if I could build this huge temple for God, that would be really something that I could do for mm -hmm. God. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and God makes him set that aside. Like, no, I wonder if God kind of knew that deep down, it was really David's own ego that he wanted to be the one to build God an amazing house, you know, sure. um, something like that. But David was willing to set aside his own, his own priorities um, in order to do what God wanted. And for mm -hmm. him, you know, for Mary, that meant, you know, going from doing, you know, kind of going her normal course to doing something great. And for him, it meant going, doing something great 
to kind of steering back to his normal course, you know, like Correct. take it easy. Whoa, boy, like slow down, <laughs> you know. Um, well, so, and a house made and made by David's hands would really have his fingerprints all over it. Yeah. And the people of Israel and the promise that God made had God's fingerprints all over that plan. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good mm -hmm. insight. I love that. And so David, David had to submit himself to God's will, to God's plan. And so did Mary. Um, yeah. I love that, that, um, that you pulling out like the servant. Um, um, and ultimately that's what Jesus is. Jesus is, you know, a servant leader. He's the servant of all. Right. Mm, and, um, yes. Even Jesus, it's, it's part of God's nature to subject himself to, to be humble and to set mm. aside himself in order to bless others. Um, that's what we see in Jesus. Yeah. And so yeah. um, I think that's how the, the Trinity treats each other. You know, the Jesus submits himself to the father and the Holy spirit submits himself to Jesus. And, you know, yes. I mean, there's like this um, what we call perichoresis in the theological term, which means, you know, the mutual submission one to another in the Trinity. Mm. And that that's what God wants out of his people too to be submitting yeah. themselves to the Trinity also. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. And as far as applying this to, you know, I kind of found myself caught up short a little bit by some of the things that I think God put on my heart, but um, you know, how often, how often do I shrug off the importance of serving the Lord uh, to the point of my own sacrifice? Hmm. Um and, uh, you know, when we, when we do that, we kind of diminish what the Lord has done. Um, and, and it's just saying that I'm distracted by things that are lesser in value than what God would have me do. And uh, I, I, uh, I just came away from that a little bit convicted, you know, and um, to remember that the greater things are of eternal value. Yeah. Yeah. Would you mind just sharing a little bit more about the story of how you came to know Jesus and some of the transformation that happened for you, like the before and after sure, kind of sure. journey? Mm -hmm. uh, um, yeah, it, it started a long, long time ago. God chase, was chasing my heart from the time I was a small girl living on a subdivision with Christian neighbors across the street. And uh, they were they were wonderful people, but, you know, they were weird from our perspective, <laughs> you know, I would go to their house and they'd read from this book before every meal. And I'm like, why do you have to do that? And, you know, so um, we go from that to the, 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 the woman um, of that home uh, became uh, reintroduced in my life much, much later years and uh, worked at the deli at family fair. And every time I would see her, she would say, now Nadine, when are you going to come to church? And I'm like, Ugh. so years go by and she keeps asking me that question still behind the deli counter at family fair. And by that time I had had two children and I thought, you know, I don't really need to go to church, but maybe my kids should. So sweet Mrs. Lambers invited me to what they called a coffee break years and years ago. And um, I went basically to get Mrs. Lambers off my back. And <laughs> the Lord spoke to me in a huge way through a passage. I'd never read the Bible. I'd never seen a passage. I, I didn't even know what the term gospel meant. But that night changed my life, hmm. not knowing it. So fast forward, uh, the coffee break became a weekly thing. I eventually joined the church through some other wonderful people that God put in my life. 
And at the time I was very career oriented, climbing a ladder uh, position and, and uh, money was, was a concern of mine. I was a full-time, uh, you know, outside the home work worker, and then a mom at home and a wife. All three of those things suffered because of my uh, lack of understanding why I was here and why I was put on this earth in this particular time and place. So time went on and I accepted uh, Jesus as my savior. And I would guess to put it all in a nutshell, the, the, um, the defining moment when God got my heart was uh, my son was in daycare because of, of course I was working and my daycare provider called me on the phone on a Sunday night and said that her mother had suffered a heart attack and she couldn't watch my son for the next few days. And here was my reaction in my old body in my old, my old self. <laughs> now what am I going to do? I need a daycare provider in the morning. This is a total inconvenience to me. How am I going to get to work? That was my whole mindset. Mm. I remember I was in the, in the other end of the house, uh, preparing for bed, going through all of this stuff. And God, uh, his spirit drove me through my, to my knees and said, how dare you minimize Julie, my daycare's provider, tragedy to an inconvenience to mm. your life. Yeah. And that was the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So now, now, now. Um, my perspective is, is totally different. My heart is totally different. I come at things from a totally pr different perspective. Mm -hmm. And uh, that, that old self, that pretentious, self-absorbed um, person is gone. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, you've been crucified with Christ. And it's not yes. you that live. But yes, exactly. Yeah. That old person, yeah. maybe when you got hit to your knees, it's like a crucifixion moment of your old self being um, being killed and yeah. um, the new self starting to be born. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. So you have a story of transformation like Mary does, where you were one way and, and God made you another way. Exactly. Because of God's grace came into your life and started to change your heart, um, even in spite of yourself. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And really just to be caught up in that moment. I, I mean, I mm -hmm. still remember the impact. It was, it was something only God could do. And uh, the transformation wasn't overnight like a lightning bolt, but it was definitely a point of record that was a turning point in my life. Yeah, there's, there's milestone moments like that that mark the journey. And then there's the long roads in between, right? Correct. That kind of, you kind of follow up and there's a slow sanctification process. And then there's those moments that, that hit you a lot, like a lightning bolt that you have to respond to. Correct. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you, Nadine, for sharing your story. Um, I appreciate that. And it, um, that's the most important thing. That's the most valuable thing we have, I think, is our, our story, our testimony, to better share with other people. And um, everyone listening to this podcast has some kind of story, you know. Um, and what kind of story do you have to share? What, what would be your song that you'd be singing? Um, right now if if you were to sing a song of testimony like mary does what would your song sound like of of uh the transformation you've experienced from god or not you know maybe mm -hmm. 
maybe you're you haven't experienced transformation like that and your your song is more crying out for transformation you know for help uh, for salvation um whatever it is i think we all have a song to sing and a, a story to share so um thank you for helping us reflect on that nadine um and everyone thanks for listening to the bible reading plan podcast we'll be back in your ears tomorrow um on wednesday and um and we'll be reading from psalm 89 so be back with us tomorrow talk to you later bye Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace.